Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, October 12th. President Joe Biden sits down with CNN's Jake Tapper exclusively. In a wide-ranging interview, the economy, the midterms, the war in Ukraine, Putin, and his 2024 prospects. President Biden did something he has not yet done in the entire time he's been president of the United States. Sit down for a one-on-one interview with CNN. He did that yesterday in the map room of the White House with my colleague Jake Tapper, and it was a wide-ranging interview. And he did so as a brand-new CNN poll shows a slight uptick in his approval rating since its low point in the early summer, but still a very sour outlook on the economy from a vast majority of Americans. And it was on that, issue number one, the economy, that Jake Tapper asked him, if indeed the president thought that Americans should prepare for a recession. Look, they've been saying this now how uh, every, every six months they say this. Every six months they look down the next six months and see what's going to happen. It hadn't happened yet. I don't think there will be a recession. If it is, it'll be a very slight recession. So it, it is possible. Look, it is possible. I don't anticipate it. This was new from Joe Biden. Now, remember, he doesn't have the best track record here as an economic predictor or analyst. His administration, will recall, said that inflation would just be transitory. That obviously proved to be totally wrong, given that we're still battling inflation all these months later. But to hear Biden sort of acknowledge that there could be what he called a very slight recession is is a new opening here, a new moment of sort of preparing or laying the groundwork for the American people that that may eventually come to pass. Now, he says he doesn't anticipate it, but that's not the case of lots of business leaders, economists, and some of the top CEOs of banks in America. In fact, J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon told CNBC that he expects the United States to enter a recession in the next six to nine months. Bank of America's economics arm had a similar prediction, adding the U.S. economy will start losing tens of thousands of jobs a month beginning early next year. And these fears are being fueled partly because it's not entirely clear that the Federal Reserve can keep going with the aggressive interest rate hikes that they've been implementing without causing real significant economic hardship. The Fed is on its quest to tame high inflation. And there's some concern that its actions aren't working quite as well as many had hoped, given that we are seeing still a pretty strong jobs picture in the country. And look no further than the latest inflation data. A key inflation measure that tracks producer prices showed prices rose faster than expected month over month. A reading on consumer prices comes out tomorrow. For his part, President Biden reiterated last night that he believes his administration's policies can help reduce prices and ease the economic burden. Republicans have been focusing on the economy like a laser, as a campaign strategy. But Biden said Democrats have plenty of good economic points to sell on the campaign trail. The families are, they have reason to be concerned about energy prices. They have reason to be concerned about a whole range of issues. But look what we've done. There's more than one way to bring down the cost, monthly cost for for people who in fact are struggling to make sure they have the ends meet and they have enough money. And that's what we've done with the Inflation Reduction Act. But that brand new CNN poll I mentioned, conducted by SSRS, 
shows that nearly 8 in 10, 78% of Americans in this poll rate economic conditions in the country as either very or somewhat poor. And they do not believe that the U.S. government is doing enough to prevent a recession or reduce inflation. 73% of Americans say the government's not doing enough to reduce inflation. A similar 72% say it's not doing enough to prevent a recession. That is not a good report card. The poll also showed that Biden's approval rating, however, has ticked up a bit from the 38% approval rating he had in the early summer to now 44%. Now, we've seen this come largely from Democrats and independents, but he's still only at 40 percent approval with independents. And then when we ask about the handling of the issues, well, the economy and the inflation are two of his worst issues. Yes, here, too. It's been a very slight uptick. In the early summer, he was at 30 percent approval on the economy. Now, again, this is a very slight uptick for the president. He was at 30 percent approval of his handling of the economy at that low point in the early summer. Now he's at 36% approval on his handling of the economy, but still, that is not a good place to be. And one key factor clearly driving perceptions about the economy, as well as the real-world impact on the cost of gas, Russia's war in Ukraine. It's having a major impact on oil prices. And during this interview with Jake, President Biden called Russian President Vladimir Putin a rational actor who had made a bad miscalculation. Last month, Ukraine launched a successful counteroffensive. It retook some territory, which was a major embarrassment for Russia, clearly. This week, Russia launched one of its fiercest bombing campaigns since the invasion began. Putin has been raising the specter lately of potentially using nuclear weapons. In the interview, Biden spoke directly to Putin and warned him of what would happen should he take that step. When I'm talking about, I'm talking to Putin. He, in fact, cannot continue with impunity to talk about the use of a tactical nuclear weapon as if that's a rational thing to do. The mistakes get made and the miscalculation could occur. No one can be sure what would happen and it could end in Armageddon. Biden also warned that there would be consequences for Saudi Arabia after it worked with Moscow to cut oil production come November. The two countries, of course, are part of the OPEC plus oil cartel. That could keep gas prices high or at least heading upwards, heading into the midterm crunch. The president's going to take that slight uptick in approval ratings on the road now. He's going for a three-day Western fundraising drive. He's going to be in Colorado, California, and Oregon. The White House plans for him to tout the legislative wins that he has had in recent months, as well as executive actions on things like student loan forgiveness and marijuana reform. As for his own re-election prospects in 2024, when Jake asked him about that, he said he's just going to keep his focus on 2022, these next few weeks getting through this midterm election season. And then when he's on the other side of the November election, he'll begin to think through and make a decision about whether or not he's going to seek a second term. That does it for this edition of The Political Briefing. Thanks so much for listening. Please make sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number Smart Beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. 